We have uh, we have seven drivers, eight trucks, including this one, and uh, we that's pretty much all we do is heavy equipment or anything oversized, overweight. What's what we specialize in, and uh, that's just that's pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much all we do. Now we'll do anything that we can. You know anything that pays the bills, but for the most part, that's anything what we're, that pays the bills. Well, Bob? not not just anything. <laughs> anything that'll fit on the trailer, or we can make fit on we the trailer. We already heard about JT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already heard about JT. So you know, we, yeah. we already know. No, no, not not anything, but <laughs> anything trucking wise. A couple guys and, uh, and gals just picked up the phone and put it back down. So. <laughs> I see just a face everywhere, Bubba. Yes. What What, what do you mean? Just a, is trucking just is trucking just a face? Well, it'd be just a phase of my life because it's really. <laughs> All my life. So, just a phase, it got its name. My father was in trucking uh, for about 40, 46 years. So, uh, um, and, you know, dad never owned his own truck or nothing like that, but he, he always he always earned enough money to take care of us. We had a big family. It was seven kids in the, in the family. So, he was always working. And uh, so, one particular day, you know, back then, we didn't, didn't have cell phones and all that stuff. You know, back in our day thing, that's what we, you know. Kind of Wait, you look like here. you're 26 years old. I am. I'm actually 23. 23? So, yeah, we're going to leave it at that? Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay, let's keep so, on going. So, uh, so one day, you know, it was usually every day that Dad would call home. We, we knew roughly about what time he was going to call. So we would all kind of gather around the phone kind of thing. And it, and there was times where he didn't, when he would call, you know, he would, wouldn't have a lot of money because it was always collect, you know, how they used to pay collect back then. So he would just give his name and say, collect from so-and-so, and you'd recognize his name, you knew it was okay. Then he would call the next day, and then that was the time you could talk to him. So we were all hovered around the phone. And I remember when he called, uh, my, my mother was like, this, this boy of yours is driving me insane. It's truck everything, truck this, truck that. He's got trucks all over the floor. He's driving me insane. And so as she went to hand me the phone, he still thought he was talking to her, and I heard him say, honey, leave the boy alone. It's just a phase, he'll grow out of it. Oh! Yeah. These are the music makers. And we are the dreamers of dreams. What's going on with the truckers? Welcome to the Asian My Show. We're here with the amazing, the legendary. Everybody loves you, man. Bubba, brother, how you doing? I'm good, good. Good to see you. Man, good to see you. You know, uh, I got a, a chance to see just a phase out at Wildwood, but I didn't get a chance to talk to you. Yes, sir. Yeah, you were very busy that day. Oh, you better stop with that. <laughs> you better stop with that. You know, the first question I have before we even get to the build yes, sir. is, you know, you're going to hate me, but I call my girl, my, my love of my life, Bubba. Oh, really? Okay, so how did the name Bubba come along? I, uh, I don't really know. I've just been Bubba since I was young enough to remember. I mean, even through high school and and football and everything and uh even my nieces and nephews called me uncle bubba I, I i don't know it just it just it just been ever since i can remember i have no idea how it really came about i guess maybe growing up in the south every every firstborn is usually a bubba so <laughs> i don't really know <laughs> we got to I mean, leave it at that yeah you know the name became you yes it did yeah you know, absolutely and, and that's great brother so you know um we see this beautiful truck you know let's talk a little bit about the build okay and then after the build let's yes, talk sir. about the man behind the build and really how you got into trucking, brother. That's sure. all we're doing on this show. Awesome. So, okay. walk us around. Yes, sir. Well, it's a, uh, it's a 1996 Kenworth W900. Um, my wife and I and some really good friends of mine, Jeremy Williams, Dale Stripling, and my kids, they really helped me on, the, on this truck quite a few times, or quite a bit, actually. Um, we picked it up in uh, New Jersey. 
Uh, I guess it's been about a year ago now. A gentleman by the name of Mike had it for sale up, up there. I saw it online. It was white at the time. Uh, and Mike had uh, recently done a lot of stuff to it. Uh, he had a, uh, he did a full platinum rebuild. It's got a, uh, it's got the 5EK cat in it, 18 speed, 355 rears on it. Um, wheelbase is 273. Um, I just call it 275. It's just easier. Yeah, let's let's yeah. round up. Let's yeah, round yeah. up. Yeah, you always always want to round up. You, know? you don't want to don't want to downsize it. Yeah, you know? that's that downsize yeah. now. Come exactly. on now, Bubba. So, uh, but and so we went. I went and picked it up uh, early in 2020, right when all the mess was you know, was flowing really good. So I went, picked it up, brought it home. And immediately when I got it home, I realized there was quite a few issues with it that, um, you know, and this is nothing to, against Mr. Mike. He was very truthful as could be, but I went through the whole thing, my wife and I, and uh, uh, our mechanic, Mr. Alex, who was absolutely one of the best guys on the face of the planet. And uh, he helped me out a lot on this thing. But uh, we started from the ground up and really, I mean, uh, we did the front end, it's got an air ride by horse front end on it. Uh, Mr. Alex helped me put that on, and um, let's walk around. Let's walk yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, and it's got uh, it's got a Roadworks 22-inch uh, tapered bumper on it. Roadworks window chops, Talladega fiberglass uh, visor, Roadworks steps here, Roadworks 8-inch cans on it, Roadworks uh, chicken feeders, what, what we call them. With the there's 16 of these watermelon lights in these things, uh, all glass. And man, are they heavy! Wow, <laughs> they're heavy. Uh, the tanks are wrapped uh, by uh, by uh, road skins. Mr. Steve up there, give him credit for that because he's a really great guy. Uh, the T-bars and the fenders are from Talladega fiberglass as well. Uh, everything's painted. I love the color red. This Anybody that paint knows me. is wet, brother. Yeah, it's, it's popping. It's popping. The color is viper red, one of my favorite colors. Obviously, uh, a lot of my buddies tease me and say I've only got one crayon in my coloring box. So it's red, you know what I mean? So this so, is your favorite color? Absolutely, yeah, hands down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If uh, And uh, Matt McCall, McCall's Painting Body is the one that did the uh, paint job for me uh, back in, I think it was October, uh, October, November of 2020. And uh, we still got some things we're working on it. It's not perfect. Uh, you know, we still got some things, you know, some homemade things, like the deck plates homemade. Uh, real good friend of mine, Jesse Hall, out of Auburndale, helped me with this deck, with this back piece here. Uh, my welder. Uh, uh, oh man, he's gonna be. Well, pissed remember at his me. name. Yeah, right. That's, that, man, that's that's a that's a rough go right there. Um, uh, Bronson, Bronson. Damn okay, it, yeah, yeah, damn yeah, yeah, you guys. Okay, we'll redo it a little. Yeah. Okay. I must say redo, man. Yeah. I redo. I must just leave it. <laughs> I gotta I love, redo this. I love you, Bronson. I'm just kidding, man. That was so a good Bron joke. Bronson, help me out. Where do you help you? Bronson helped me out with these, man. We got to give him uh, a little bit more shine. Yeah, yeah, give him a little more credit. There it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, my, my goal for this truck was to simple, clean. Uh, I love the simple, clean look. Uh, you know, I didn't want to take it too gaudy. And, of course, I wanted to red everything, uh, everything that I could possibly think about to be red. Uh, flipped the tank straps around, so... Painted the tank straps on the tanks and left the tanks, uh, left the straps on the on the breathers stainless, uh, which are also wrapped in uh, stainless from uh, road skins. Well, we'll get more personal when we talk in the cab in a second. Yes, sir. But uh, would you say your dad is one of your heroes? My dad is uh, he's definitely one of the guys that I've looked up to in the trucking industry for sure. Uh, I love him dearly. Uh, you know, he's when I was 
because I was always got to go with him. And out of all of us kids, I was the only one that really wanted to go with him whenever he would go someplace short or if I was out of school or whatever. So uh, I, I just always enjoyed what it what it was about, you know, and everything that it, that it brought. It gave him and I time together that we didn't get, you know, with all the other kids at the house, you know, stuff like that. So um, definitely one of the people that I always looked up to, though. Yeah. I see people like moving around. Yeah, I know. Like, what the hell? You gotta watch that guy right there, man. You gotta watch that motherfucker right there. Oh, hey, he's rich. The fight is started. He's, he's, he's rich. He's rich and he's crazy. No, guess up. what? Guess what? He don't wipe his butt with wet wall toilet paper. He wipe his butt with hundred dollar bills. Is that right? Blow his Hundred dollar bills. Yeah. Hey, let me tell y'all a little story. Last week. Me and JT was walking out of the grocery store last week, and JT's got a mansion over there on the other side of the, on the other side of the state. Literally, it's a, it's, it's, it's a hundred thousand square foot home. It's crazy, right? Big old white pillars and stuff like the White House, you know, for the black man. It's crazy, right? So, so, uh, so check this out. So he's walking out of the grocery store. He makes me carry the groceries, right? So he, cause I'm on his, I'm on his payroll. He pays me fifty dollars a week to carry his groceries. So he's walking out of the grocery store, and this guy walks up and was talking to JT, and he, and he actually said, JT. And JT had a white loaf of bread and smacked him right in the face with me. I knocked the guy on the ground. And JT said, listen, next time you talk to me, honky, it better be Mr. in that. Is that right? That's right, man. That's a is, fact. Is that who you want to have? No, no. No, 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 no. And then he took a $100 bill, look out of his pocket, he took a $100 bill and threw it on the guy's face. He did? Now wipe your tears up. Tell me. Oh, my. Yeah, he did. JT. He did. This guy. He's so rich. This guy. guy so you, we all better be glad he come from Florida. <laughs> off of his, his mansion he got down there in Florida. Thousand acres. His, his, yeah, a thousand acres. Thousand acres. What kind of trick are you doing, man? Thousand feet, man. Thousand acres. His his right orange grove, man. They just showed me sand. They didn't even show me land. They just showed me the sand. You know what I mean? Oh man. Oh, this, man. this guy could buy every truck out here, yeah. not even better. Yeah, as long as I could buy it with bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you guys don't know, this is JT Mercier. I'm Great telling guy. you, there's not a lot of guys. That really make the industry better. There's a few here. Most of them have Peter belts for some for some damn reason. These that's two right. right here. Boy, I tell you, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's the only thing I like yeah. about it because he drives a KW. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, my friend, JT Machine, right there. The richest guy I got in my. Oh, well, there might be. There it is. That's the seat right there. That's the seat. That's where we do it. So, you know, we, we talked about your build. Yeah. We talked a little bit about the name of the truck. We talked a little bit about your upbringing with your dad and yes. and just really good memories. We got a chance to uh, catch up with JT. Yes. And just show that truck is still alive. It's family and out here, man. We just a family. So, you know, a lot of times people want to talk to you about your truck. And we at the Asia My Show, we like to know the person behind the truck. So, we talked and you said you've been trucking for about 25 years. Yeah, all my life. But um, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, you know, started off, you know, working with Dad, uh, doing things he was doing, which was, you know, pulling uh, flatbed, a lot, lot of flatbed work, steel, uh, structural steel, stuff like that. And then shortly after that, I went to equipment, and, uh, moving equipment. And that's where I've been ever since. Now, in the process of doing all that, I have done... You know for some friends I've done some you know some reefer trailers and stuff like that uh, but nothing for any length of time I never really uh, <laughs> if you ask a good friend of mine Raymond Brown he'll tell you a little story about a reefer load <laughs> that I uh, 
a real little reef load of potatoes. I hope he sees this so he can he'll get the chuckle out of it. Uh, I lost a whole load of them thanks to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, so I mean, I've pretty much been in the industry all, all my life. It's all I've ever done. I don't really know anything else, to be honest with you. Uh, so uh, I love it. I love everything about it. it. To me, it's like I get paid to play with Tonka toys all day. You know, in this in, in this deal, um, we have uh, we have seven drivers, eight trucks, including this one. And uh, we, that's pretty much all we do is heavy equipment or anything oversized, overweight, which is what we specialize in. And uh, that's just, that's pretty much, I mean, that's pretty much all we do. Now, we'll do anything that we can, you know, anything that pays the bills. But for the most part, Anything that pays the bills? Well, not, not just anything. <laughs> anything that'll fit on the trailer or we can make fit on the we trailer. We already heard about JT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already heard about JT, so, you know, we, yeah. we already know. No, no, not not anything, but anything trucking-wise. A couple guys and, uh, and gals just picked up the phone and put it back down, so <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. Right. But we'll um, with that said, you know, uh, this is not a, a marketing thing. Yes. That's not what I do. But you said you have a fleet of eight trucks. Yes. Now, uh, what is your trucking company? Uh, Atlas Heavy Hall. Atlas Heavy Hole. Yes, sir. All KW, Bubba? No, we have, we actually have uh, two KWs. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, I have uh, three Peterbilts. Man, I'm like, oh no, two Peterbilts, two KWs, one Western Star, uh, one Volvo, and one uh, Chevrolet. And one Chevrolet. Yeah, one Chevrolet. I, I yeah. like the end yeah. of that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, people say Heavy Hall is the cream of the crop, baby. So, well, you know, it's funny you say that because when I was a kid coming up, um, I use this analogy sometimes. It was like it was like it was like being uh, like Top Gun. Like when you got in this seat doing what we do, you were the best of the best. You were Top Gun. You were uh, you were. That's I'm not saying that's what everybody saw it as, but that is a you know a 10, 12 year old kid watching my dad do it. That's what I felt it was. You know, you had to have a certain amount of experience. You had to have a certain amount of uh, of, of, of guts behind you, you know, you had to have a certain amount of uh, uh, balls basically to do what we do day in and day out, you know, through the traffic and the city streets and all that stuff, oversized, overweight, you know, multiple axles, um, and uh, that's that's kind of how we saw it. So uh, as a kid, that's what I wanted to do, man, and I, I didn't want to do anything else. I remember in, in school getting uh, laughed at, you know, when they'd stand up and ask, what is your... Uh, what is your? What do you want to do for a living? Well, some you know, some kids say doctor, lawyer. Nah, I want to be a truck driver. So then they would laugh, you know. Oh man, this guy wants to be a truck driver. He's crazy. But they didn't. They don't have the same passion and the love, and it just it would literally just run through my veins. I just there's nothing else I wanted to do different, you know. And so that was my motivation was to just simply I wanted to, I wanted to drive a truck and I wanted to haul heavy equipment or just oversized stuff. That's what I wanted to do, and I wasn't going to take no for an answer. I yeah. love it, brother. I love it. You know, uh, um, any advice for people that want to be heavy haulers or do step deck and get into this realm? Yes. Uh, first of all, step deck guys, stop pulling cheap freight. That's just a rib that the heavy haul guys and the step deck guys go back and forth. So no disrespect, uh, no disrespect to those guys. They're all great people, and they all got to make a living. So, but if I had to give some advice to them. To, you know, to get rolling with just just continue doing what you're doing. If you're on a step deck, you have the ability to go ahead and move. You know, a lot of the smaller stuff and things like that. So take the knowledge that you learn from that, and literally, it just it's the same. Most of the time, it's the same stuff. It's just bigger. So it's you know, it's more chains, more binders. Uh, you know, it gets a little trickier when you get into the multiple axles, and then you know, learning to axle the weights and all that stuff. But it's it's no different. It's just uh, the only thing that changes is basically the scenery. Uh, so my advice would be to keep doing what you're doing and try to uh, you know try to branch out, broaden your horizons. And if you're a company driver, like I was for many years, 
um, I suggest going to, you know, a good place to get a start is like a lot of these rental companies. You know, they, they'll bring you on sometimes. They'll bring you on and, you know, you only, you only have a year experience or so. They'll bring you on. They'll put you with somebody for a couple of days. And then you're moving, you know, sm you know say you're on a on a Landall type trailer. So you're moving, you know, skid steers, mini excavators or up to a 200 excavator, stuff like that. So then you learn on that some little smaller stuff and then you just carry it over to the bigger stuff. So as you go through your career, you just you just kind of, you got to try to uh, maximize what you're what you already have, just maximize that, and your knowledge too. Maximize your knowledge as as you go along, which will which will help you grow. I love that. That's great advice. Now, for the ones that are owner operators and they want to build a fleet one day, you said yourself that you were a company driver. How yes. many years were you a company driver? Oh man, I'd say out of the twenty-five. Oh man, let's see, probably eleven. Eleven, 11 of the years. Eleven years. Yeah, eleven. So eleven or twelve. If you would have known and watched this video, you might have done it a little bit early. What would have that advice have been to kick you in the butt to make you get it started, brother? Save your money. Save your money. Save your money. Uh, you know, even when you get into trucking, and you guys, you guys will tell you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to, I, I, I love to put money into my into my trucks, and I love to, you know, I love to put money into the rides for the guys, for my drivers, because all of my drivers have. They're, every one of them are great people, super good people, hard workers, family men. They work every day. They're with me out here every single day, you know, 60 to 70 hours a week, every single week. I, I, I love them like family, and that's that's the joy of working for a small company like us. So, um, you know, and these guys, I talk to them, you know, you know, multiple times a day, weekends, and um, that's what I would say even if I was if I was telling them, save your money. So if you're making a good living, and that's what you also got to weigh out too versus a company driver, Versus, uh, do you want the headaches to go along with it? The tires, the fuel, uh, the drivers. Uh, which I'm not saying anything bad about the drivers, but I'm just saying the multiple personalities that you got to deal with. You get, you got to be able to manage all that stuff. It's like a melting pot. You have to be able to, you have to be able to swing all that plus handle your own. So not only I always tell everybody, I'm not just feeding one family. I have to feed, and I'm responsible for seven families. So I take that to heart. So if you're, if you're, if you're a company driver and you're looking to get on your own, don't, do not let anybody tell you. Uh, no, first of all, do not let anybody tell you that you can't do it because that's not true. You can do anything. You can do absolutely anything you set your mind to. And that's not just a cliche saying. It's true. It's how I really feel. In my, I feel that in my heart. So don't let them tell you you can't. They told me I couldn't either. And so, um, and, but, and I'm not telling you not to either. I'm just telling you weigh it out. You know, if you enjoy your, because sitting in this seat, there is no days off. The phone rings seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I never shut it off. So if you enjoy your time where you're you're able to cut it off, then you probably don't want to do what I'm doing because you can't cut it off. Because you turn it off and they call your phone, guess what they're going to do? And you, if you didn't answer, they're going to call someone that did answer the phone. It's just how it works. So and 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 I mean, and I'm not saying that they're not there's not loyalty there is and all that stuff. But if a guy's got something he needs to be moved because it's his money maker, you don't answer the phone, he's going to find somebody to move it. That's, dude, that's you great know. advice. You know, at, at the very end of this, you know, any people in your life you want to shout out, brother? I do. I do. Uh, oh man. Uh, well, just a, just a little backstory. So I caught. I almost. Uh, I had a very bad bout with COVID uh, back in February, and I almost lost my life to it. I was in. Uh, I was in the hospital for two weeks. I was in ICU for seven days. It was really bad. So uh, coming through that, my wife. Uh, I hear a lot of people say, you know, my ride or die, my chick, my this this woman is is solid as, as a rock. I mean, she took the company over, she ran it the whole time I was in the hospital. I didn't do anything for two weeks other than try to live, and you know, I was literally fighting for my life. 
So even when I got out of the hospital, Lord let me, I, I got to, you know, he blessed me to be able to get out of the hospital. And as I was getting stronger each and every day, I was incapacitated for, you know, for several weeks there. And she, she just took care of everything. The family, by the way, she still has her, a, a full-time job of her own. So just incredible to my wife. I love you. And I appreciate you more than I could ever put in words. And my kids. My kids, Colt, Alyssa, and, and Preston. I mean, uh, we call him Little Bubba, but he's not so little. Uh, he's 22. My daughter's 18, and my son Colt's almost 9. And they have helped me in this truck build. And there's two friends of mine that I really, really, really would love to shout out to. Uh, Dale Stripling and Jeremy Williams. I love you both like brothers. They've been there for me. When I was sitting on the side of on the sidelines building this truck, uh, the interior. I literally didn't have enough strength. I was on oxygen. I couldn't even barely walk. And those two guys were there with me the whole step of the way, including my wife, who did almost everything in this interior. So uh, thankful to them, to all, to all, all of them, and and everyone else, my customers. I'm just, I'm just grateful for your loyalty and and your friendship over the years. So I tell you. you, people, you know, uh, if you guys don't get a chance, man, check this man out. I have his descriptions to so all his social medias. It, you know, uh, if you guys ever need advice. That's what we're here for. I appreciate you, Bubba. Thank you, sir. Thank you for being on the show. Yes, Great sir. Great guy, Bubba. Thank you. Great guy. Appreciate yes, that. Heck yeah.